Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give God some praise. Jesus. Someone here is desperate to see Jesus today. It's probably been a while since you've seen him. You've been waiting. You've been asking. You've had things that you want God to do for you, and you've been waiting a long time. All I can say is you might be discouraged. You might not feel like waiting anymore. But when you add a little bit of faith and a little bit of trust with your discouragement, those are the ingredients for a miracle. I don't care how discouraged you are, you keep on holding on to God. You keep on waiting for God to step in your situation and he definitely definitely will put a little bit of praise in your situation and add glory to your story and watch how it ends watch how God works Jesus give God some praise hallelujah 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 while you're standing, help me celebrate our pastor and first lady, Bishop Charles Edward, and first lady, Lady May Blake. We love them. We thank God for them. I thank God he placed me where he placed me. I love you all. Help me celebrate assistant pastor Charles Edward Blake II. Make some noise for him. Men help me celebrate my fabulous wife, Janine. My daughters and son are at home watching online, so let's praise God for them. And then praise God for my sister, Kimberly, her husband, Martin Ludlow, all the ministers and elders of West Angeles Church, and all of the people of God. Let us go before the throne in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for what you do. We thank you for your hand that reaches into all of our situations. And you might not fix it the way we want you to fix it, but you fix it in the way that it needs to be fixed. And we thank you for your action in our lives. Now, Father, we ask that you bless me that I may speak your word with clarity. Bless your people that they may be lifted and encouraged and given the power to stand on your word in the face of their situations. We'll be quick to give you the praise and the honor for all that you do and all that you will do. And we thank you right now. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen and amen. You may take your seats. I would like for you all to focus your attention on Matthew 
chapter 26, verses 38 and 39. Say amen when you have it. The word of God says, Then saith he unto them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry ye here, and watch with me. And he went a little further, and fell on his face, and prayed, saying, O oh, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. I want to talk to you from the subject, praying without a preference. Praying without a preference. My soul is sorrowful unto death. These are just some of Jesus' words to the disciples moments before he was taken into custody to be crucified. With what I'm about to go through, my very soul wants to die within me. We can just assume that Jesus would have preferred not to be in this situation because he did say, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. That is a preference. Jesus had a preference when he told the disciples, tarry ye here and watch with me. Watch and pray. That was a preference. Jesus started out praying with a preference. I would prefer that you took this cup. You know, there's nothing wrong with a preference. We all have preferences. We are born with our own set of preferences, and because of the sin we are born into, our preferences very seldom line up with God's preference. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. So we know that Jesus did have a preference when he prayed, but knowing God's ways were higher than his, there came a point in Jesus' prayer where he put his preference to the side because he said, not my will, but thy will be done. It's not about what I prefer, but it's all about you. Jesus exampled a principle that we all need to follow. It's okay to have preferences when you pray, but there comes a point where your preference needs to be dissolved. It's okay to pray for God to bless you with abundance. But you also need to let God know that he is worth more than what he can do. We don't always have to 
be asking God for something. God, I want this car. God, I want that house. God knows what you need better than you do. So sometimes you can just go to God, your hands lifted up, just to give him glory and a little bit of praise. I value him more than what he can give. You know, I might want to eat my two fish and five loaves, but God might want to take it, bless it, break it, and bless a whole multitude with it. I might want the spirit to encourage myself, but God might drop the spirit on me to encourage other people. Sometimes our preferences can cut us and many others out of God's blessings. Years ago, Bishop Blake used to tell the little story about a monkey that got caught in a trap. It was a pretty simple trap, but these hunters devised a way to catch a monkey, and the way they did it was they put a whole lot of candy in a jar. Am I telling it right? So once the monkey came along and saw the candy, the monkey preferred to have all of the candy. He stuck his hand in the jar and grabbed as much candy as he could in that one hand, and he balled up his fist and tried to pull his hand out, but he could not get his hand out of the jar because he could not let go of his preference. Oftentimes, a person can lose everything because they can't let go of their preference. Many of your miracles are blocked up and stopped because you praying for preference sake when you just need to be praying that God's will is done in your life. Get your preferences out of the way and step into God's preference. Earthly preferences and desires are able to bleed over into our prayers and it's possible that we start asking God to give us things that really don't even matter and things that pull us away from him. It really boils down to this. Are we serving God the way he prefers for us to do it? Or are we serving God the way we prefer to do it? If you serve God the way he wants to be served, you would serve him completely. You would pray for his will to be done in your life and in the world. Every day people were asking for things to happen. They're asking God for stuff without ever even asking him, is this in your will? God, I want this and God, I want that. But the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these things shall be added unto you. This scripture tells us that there are certain things a kingdom seeker receives just because they are a kingdom seeker. But there are also things the scriptures say for us not to worry about. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, 
For tomorrow will worry about his own things. Sufficient is the day for his own trouble. But somebody that's seeking God's kingdom first realizes if they seek God first, they get everything that God promises. In Matthew 6.32, the Bible says, after all of these things do the Gentiles seek after, and a kingdom seeker should not have, a, a kingdom seeker should not have to be or shouldn't be bogged down with worrying about earthly needs and personal preferences. God knows what you need better than you do, and the last thing God's need, God needs is your preference stepping in, messing everything up. Have you ever had something that you preferred to do and you did it and everything in your life almost got worse? At Acts chapter 5, the Bible says, Now a man named Ananias, together with his wife Sapphira, they sold a piece of property, and with his wife's full knowledge, he kept back part of the money for himself, but brought the rest and put it at the apostles' feet. Then Peter said, Ananias, how is it that Satan has so filled your heart that you have lied to the Holy Spirit and have kept for yourself some of the money you received for the land? Didn't it belong to you before it was sold? And after it was sold, wasn't the money at your disposal? What made you think of doing such a thing? It was his preference. You have not lied just to human beings, but you have lied to God. Sometimes your preference can make you lie to God. And when Ananias heard this, the Bible says he fell down dead and great fear seized all who heard what happened and then some young men came forward. They wrapped his body and carried him out and buried him. Now three hours later, the Bible says that his wife met the same fate. You know a bad preference can get you killed and that's why it's better to let God direct your steps and have his way because God is a much better director than you. God is a much better mover than you. He's a much better thinker than you. So just like Jesus first was praying with his preference, if this cup could pass from me, we all want God to do things in such a way that things don't hurt. But sometimes things have to hurt. We all want, we don't want to deal with loneliness. We all want people around us, but oftentimes you have to be by yourself for God to get your attention and get a message across to you. Nobody wants to go through life having the things that they prefer and, and, and nobody wants to, to not get what they prefer. But if you move your preferences out of the way and start chasing God's preferences, if you seek God's kingdom first, God will give you everything that you need. If you seek God's kingdom first, 
Your preferences will become his preferences. Our preferences will evolve into God's preferences. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things shall be added unto you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and he will give you what you need to succeed. Lord, I want a lot of money, but not my will. Thy will be done. Lord, I love him or her, but not my will. Thy will be done. Lord, I want to eat the rest of the chocolate cake after I already ate half of the cake, but not my will. Thy will be done. I could cheat my way all the way to the top, but not my way, not my will. Thy will be done. Jesus. Jesus. Jesus was showing us what to do when we get to the crossroads of our preference and God's preference. Jesus was able to give up on his will so easily because he knew he could avoid the pain for himself, but that would just have caused all to be lost. So I thank God Jesus could pray and move his preference out of the way because that allowed God's will to be done. And if you could pray and allow God's will to be done, if you could move your preferences out of the way, that sets you up for God to step in your situation. Yes, I know letting go of a preference might cause you to suffer, but Romans 8.18 says, For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Pray without a preference and let God's will prevail in your life. Pray without a preference and let God's will be done. God can do it without you telling him how to do it. God can bless you without you telling him how to bless you. God knows what to give, how to give, when to give, how much to give, where to give. Jesus, if you seek God first, God will step in your situation and he will rearrange your situation in a way that only he can. If you seek the will of God first, all else will be worked out and managed by God's very hands. Look at the birds of the air. For they neither sow nor reap. Jesus. Jesus. Look at the birds of the air. For they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? So when you pray with a preference, you're basically telling God how you want him to do things. You're basically giving God guidelines to follow. But when you move your preference out of the way and let God have his way, you understand that can't nobody do you like Jesus. It doesn't matter how discouraged you get because if you continue to trust God in spite of being discouraged, 
that discouragement and the trust are two ingredients you need for your miracle. Oh, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. But nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. Ridding ourselves of our personal preferences is essential in the sacrifice of taking up the cross. Jesus said, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. It's a sacrifice to take up your cross daily and follow God. It's a sacrifice to move your preferences to the side. But if you could step back and get out of God's way, God has a tailor-fitted miracle just for you. Is anybody waiting on a miracle? Does anybody need anything from God? Stop asking them and telling them what you want and just go to God with your hands lifted saying, God, I give you glory. God, I give you praise. Yes, I want things, but not my will. Your will be done. I know things look good, but not my will. Thy will be done. I know. I know there are things that you want. But not my will. Thy will be done. There are things that you don't want to deal with. People that you don't want to deal with. But not my will. Thy will be done. I know you might feel like giving up, quitting, throwing in the towel. But God does not want you to quit. Step into God's will and let him lead your life. Let him govern your steps. And everything you need will be worked out by him. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything you need. All sufficiency. Will be given into your hands. A lot of people are dealing with disappointment because they can't let go of their preferences when they pray. A lot of people are mad at God because he didn't do what you thought he should do. But when you look back at the messes in your life, all of those messes came from your preference, not God's preference. But if you step in God's preference, you'll walk in his word, you'll walk in his way, you'll stand on faith and you'll stand on your trust for him. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Don't seek your own preferences, but seek what God wants you to have. Turn to the pages of scripture and seek God's word for your life. Ask God what his will is for you before you go asking him for something that you think you need because oftentimes the thing you think you need is not what you need. Jesus said, if it is possible, if it is possible, God, I know this has to be done, but if it is possible, if there's any other way, but you know, Moses, when 
He had his conversation with God. Moses had a bunch of excuses. He had a bunch of preferences. But Jesus never once gave an excuse. He said, yes, God, I do have a preference, but I throw that preference to the side and say, not my will, thy will be done. Are you glad that Jesus did the will of the Father? Because if he didn't, all of your deliverance would be washed up. All of your salvation would be washed up and all of your miracles and blessings would be washed up. I urge you to have some private prayer time with God and in this prayer, don't ask him for cars and money and material things. Just ask him for him. Ask him for what he wants you to have. Ask him what he wants you <laughs> to do. You don't always have to ask him to do something. Ask him, God, what do you want me to do? God has blessed you with everything you have and the breath in your body. So you can get rid of your preference. You can hang your preference up and just walk on in the will of God. There's glory in God's will. There's satisfaction in God's will. There's joy and peace in God's will. All of the stuff that you're running from, you just run right into the will of God and God will turn all that other stuff around for your good because you seek him first. If it is possible, let this up. I don't want to do this, but not my will. Thy will be done. Jesus, not my will. Thy will be done. Jesus. Jesus, 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 give God some praise. Give God some praise. Give God some praise because his will is going to be done in your life because you put your preferences to the side. I would prefer to do things different with my life but because God has smiled on my life in the way that he has I've been arrested by the Holy Spirit I've I've been hired <laughs> by the Holy Spirit many people have problems walking with God and that's because they have not let go of their preference. They have not made the sacrifice to take up their cross and follow Christ daily. It's a daily sacrifice. And if you know life like I do, bad preferences pop in your mind at the drop of a dime. You need God's Holy Spirit to help you. 
you need God's Holy Spirit to lead you because after all, we know his ways are higher than ours. So someone here today has been living based on their own preferences. And the funny thing about it, you've went after what you want and you're still unhappy. Do you want to be happy? Do you want to have joy overflowing in your life? Are you tired of chasing waterfalls and chasing dreams that you never get? I urge you to chase Jesus Christ. I urge you to chase the one who saved, who, who did what he needed to do to save your soul. And your soul can be saved if you throw away your preferences and walk into the arms of Almighty 